Greetings, Body Messiah. Mark Cooley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom. I pray that your day is a day of blessing. Um, the sauna has returned to Florida, so back under the awning because it's too hot in the sun. Nonetheless, Let's get started in today's teaching. What I want to share with you is about decreeing Yahweh's laws and commandments. But first, we're going to go through the scripture, see what the scripture says about decreeing. Some people, and I guess what led me to this is I read a a fellow Hebraic person's teaching that said something to the effect of that decreeing the word is not biblical. And I thought, how can anyone think that way? But they think that way because of religious traditions. They think that way because of what they've been taught and what they refuse to look at, listen to, in the scriptures. So we're going to find out when we're done today just how much decreeing the scriptures, you know, you just think about Yeshua when in Luke 4 when he was battling the temptation of Hasatan, how did he overcome it? He decreed what was written. And we're going to see the difference between decree and to declare. Decree literally means you are establishing a law. And the main law, the only law, that we are given authority by Yahshua, remember he said, Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I give unto you power and authority to walk on and tread on over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. So the power and the authority that he has given us is the power and the authority to establish his word, to establish his laws and commandments. Now, if you're trying to decree you're going to be a millionaire, if you're trying to decree that you want that person over there for your wife or your husband, or you're trying to decree something foolish, then that is not accurate. Now, to decree that your need for you to own your own house debt-free, that's accurate. That's biblical. That's just common sense. Or to decree that you have a good running automobile or you have a good paying job with good benefits and to decree increase that's all biblical stuff so you know and you think of another passage that Yeshua said in Mark 11:23, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and do not doubt in your heart but believe the things that he says will come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. So, if decreeing is not in the scriptures, what was Yeshua talking about? 
He was facing a mountain. He said, if you speak to the mountain, if you declare that mountain that's coming against your life, the cancer, the heart disease, whatever, is unlawful, and that it is defeated in the power of His name, and that it will not succeed in its mission, Yeshua said you can speak to that literal mountain if you don't doubt, doubt in your heart and you don't doubt what you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. And then two verses later, he says, when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against anybody. That's part of it too. So let's just get with it. In Job chapter 22, verse 28, it says, you shall also decree a thing. And it, whatever you decree, the Torah, Yah's laws and commandments, shall be established unto you. So, And it says, And the light shall shine upon your ways. So it says, You shall decree a thing. And decree means to establish a law, a standard. Now, one of the things that came to me in this teaching is that kings decree laws. Kings decree laws. They set laws in motion. They can change a law. They can establish a law. Alright? So, with that in mind, go to the book of Revelation, chapter 1, and verse number 6. Chapter 1, and verse number 6. It says, And He has made us kings and priests unto Elohim and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So it says here that through the blood of Yahshua, through being born from above, having His laws written in your hearts, there's a supernatural conversion take place. And then what takes place is He not only grafts you into Israel, but He makes you and I a king and a priest. Now, this is a spiritual king and a priest. And if you just... Flip over to 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. It says, You also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house 
a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices. Underline that. Spiritual sacrifices. Acceptable. Underline that word. To Elohim by Yahshua Messiah. So we see here that Peter said by the power of the Ruach that we are a spiritual house. And because we are a spiritual house, we are to perform certain spiritual sacrifices. And you're decreeing the Torah, you're decreeing what thus saith Yahweh, is like unto a spiritual sacrifice, just like if you put a bull or a calf on an altar and you would sacrifice that unto Yahweh. You, when you decree Yah's word, when you decree his Sabbaths, when you decree his feast days, when you decree his laws and commandments, you are literally speaking to every mountain that opposes them and commanding them to be thou removed. And when you do not doubt in your heart that the decree that our nations shall be restored to Yah's laws and commandments, when you decree and believe in your heart that our nations shall be restored to Yah's laws and commandments, to his feast days, to his name, so on and so forth, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe what you say will come to pass, the power that is in that decree and the spiritual priesthood, the spiritual kingship, if you will, flows, that anointing flows out of you as you decree, speak His Word, His Word will then begin to penetrate and change things and transform things. When we first came to Torah, <clears throat> excuse me, when we first came to Torah, as we turn to Second Chronicles 30, when we first came to Torah, there were four principles, Second Chronicles 30, there were four main principles that Yahweh had me decreeing every day. And that was that our nation would be restored to Yah's Torah. That our nations would be restored to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahweh's laws and commandments. That our nations would live according to Yah's laws and commandments. That's number one. Number two, that our nations would be restored to his name, that we would repent of and renounce any connection 
to L-O-R-D, G-O-D, and J-E-S-U-S. And that we would be restored to the, to the Father's name, Yahweh, and to the Son's name, Yahshua. And that's the second one. The third one is that we would be restored, and restored means to be made better than new. That we would be restored to his Sabbaths, plural. Not just his Shabbat, but his Sabbaths, plural. That our nations would be restored to his Sabbaths. Decree a thing, and it shall be established. Have we seen it yet? Nope. But that doesn't stop me because Isaiah 55 verses 11 and 12 says that his word, his laws and commandments would not return to him void, but would accomplish wherein it was sent. And so we are sending his laws and commandments, his Torah, his Sabbath, his name, his feast days to the nations and that the people of those nations, the governments of those nations would be restored upon them, that they would build their nations upon them, that they would be their foundation. Decree a thing and it shall be established. And then the fourth thing is that our nations would be restored to Yahweh's feasts. And that we would turn away from the pagan customs of our nations. That we would turn away from Easter. We would turn away from Christmas. We would turn away from New Year's. We would turn away from Halloween. So on and so forth. And we would turn to Yahweh's Moedim, Yahweh's feast days, Yahweh's feast days. The days that Yahweh said are to be holidays and a day of celebration. And next week is the beginning of Passover unleavened bread. For eight days we celebrate his feasts. The first day and the very last day are Shabbats, Sabbaths. Fortunately for us, they, they take place on Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. So, you know, we're already off from work, so praise Yahweh. So those are the things that when we first came to Torah that I began to see by the Ruach because I've always believed in speaking the Word. I've always believed in decreeing the Word. The Word gives you the victory. Holding on to the Word causes you to triumph always in Messiah. Yahshua held on to the Word when the tempter came. You will overcome sickness and disease, poverty, and all other kinds of evil by holding on to the Word. He gives His angels charge over us so that no evil will come near us. When evil is coming near you, hold on to the Word. Satan's challenging the Word. Victory is in the Word. Speak the Word. Alright, in Second Chronicles, 
chapter 30, verse 5, Hezekiah. Hezekiah was a king. He sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters also to Ephraim and to Manasseh that they should come to the house of Yahweh at Jerusalem to keep the Passover unto Yahweh Elohim of Israel. Up to this time they got away from it. So, Hezekiah issued a decree, another version says. So they established a decree to make a proclamation throughout all Israel that they should come to keep the Passover unto Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel, for they had not done it, the Passover, for a long time. So, then in verse 5, so they established a decree that Hezekiah decreed to make proclamation throughout all Israel that they should come to keep the Passover unto Yahweh, Elohim of Israel. So we decree right now that our nations, that we as spiritual priests, as spiritual kings, make a decree throughout all the nations that the believers in Yahweh would return to Yahweh and to His house on this Passover to keep the Passover, to honor the Passover, to celebrate the Passover, and to turn away from the pagan tradition of Easter that is not supported in any way, shape, fashion, or form in the Scriptures. Now, King Jimmy translated two verses in the book of Acts concerning Easter that were originally in the Hebrew and in the Greek both translated Passover. But the translators, the correctors that wanted to establish paganism changed it to say Easter. Because Easter and Constantine and paganism were already involved in honoring Easter, honoring that to Ishtar, to the goddess Ishtar, and they wanted to introduce that into their agendas in quote-unquote Catholicism and Christianity to still keep that pagan feast. So they removed what the original scripture says. That's why you need to not trust any version, even the Hebraic versions. There are things in there that are not accurate. Look into the original Hebrew and see what the original scripture says. And if what the, the scripture you're reading out of doesn't say it, then you need to respond in faith to what the original Hebrew says. And that is in this version, says Passover. To keep Passover, not Easter. And so then you either repent of it or you hold on to your tradition 
and you make the word of Yah to no effect. And you stay being lawless. But here, it says they issued a decree to return to the Passover. And we are issuing a decree. And many others are issuing a decree to return to the Passover in the power of His name and to renounce all customs connected with paganism and connected to the gods of this world, connected to Ishtar, connected to Baal, connected to Hasatan, turn away from it, renounce it in the power of His name. Once you've seen the light, never call Passover Easter. And Easter means Ishtar, which is after the goddess of Ishtar. Hello. All right. Let's go to another few verses. In Ezra, chapter 5, and verse number 13. We're studying about kings, priests make decrees. And you and I, we saw, are a spiritual king and spiritual priest. And we are to perform sacrifices that are acceptable to Yahweh. What's acceptable to Yahweh? His Torah. What's the only thing that's acceptable to Yahweh? His Torah, His laws and commandments. Not, again I say not, the customs of this world. Not the traditions of the Elohims of this world. Not the traditions of Christianity and Catholicism. But what thus saith Yahweh? Not... L-O-R-D, G-O-D, and J-E-S-U-S, because those are the customs of this world. They are not the customs of Yahweh. They are not obeying Yah's laws and commandments because those were added to the scriptures and Yahweh's name was removed. Verse 13. But in the first year of Cyrus, the king of Babylon, notice the king of Babylon, the same king Cyrus made a decree to build this house of Yahweh, this house of Elohim. So we, here we see that a king, a Babylonian king, and seeing we are praying for the person that is in the White House at this moment, that that person would begin to line up our nations, or this nation, with Yah's laws and commandments. And if not, remove him. Verse 17. Now therefore it seemed good to the king at Babylon 
whether it be so, that a decree was made of Cyrus, the king, to build this house of Yah at Jerusalem. Let the king send his pleasure to us concerning this matter. All right. So you can go through numerous, just Google decrees, and you'll see many scriptures in Ezra and in um, Esther. Well, let's just read, uh, find one in Esther. In Esther chapter 1 and verse 20, and then we're going to go to Daniel, and then we'll close. Esther chapter 1, verse 20, And when the king's decree, which he shall make, shall be published throughout all his empire, all the wives shall give to their husbands honor, both great and small. Look in chapter 2. So it came to pass when the king's commandment and his decree was heard, when many handmaidens were gathered together, again, just notice the word decree. And let's now go to, to Daniel. Remember, decree a thing, and it shall be established. Decree a thing, and it shall be established. i got to find the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 3 is where we're going. Okay. Now you will find in the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel. You will find that the king said once a decree is issued, it cannot be returned. Excuse me. It cannot be stopped. It cannot be removed. So, let's see what Daniel says. Daniel chapter 3. Okay, in chapter 3 and verse 10, it says, you, O king, have made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worship, that he shall be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded you. They serve not your mighty ones. Meaning, the gods that this Babylonian king and the reason this was put in was for idolatry purposes. They serve not thy mighty ones, 
nor worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not you serve the mighty ones, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? But, but because these Hebraic men obeyed Yahweh, obeyed Yah's laws and commandments, they would not bow to the Elohims, to the mighty ones, to the gods of Babylon, and to this false image. They wouldn't do it. They would not compromise. Verse 15, Now, if you be ready, that at what time you hear the flute, and then he repeated it all, they said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, To the king Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We don't have to think twice about it. If it be so, meaning if you throw us into the burning fiery furnace, Yahweh, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Well, that hit Nebuchadnezzar and his pride that irritated him and got him angry. And he says, but if you don't throw us in to the burning fiery furnace, be it known unto you, O king, that we will not serve your mighty ones. We will not bow down and be guilty of idolatry. We will continue serving Yahweh and bowing only to him. My paraphrased version. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of hate and anger, and the form of his visage was changed against Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Before this, they found great favor with him. Before this, he loved them. He honored them. He had mercy upon them. And he commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times hotter. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, meaning they tied their hands and feet probably, and he cast them into the burning fiery furnace. And then these men were bound in their coats and their garments, and they were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the exceeding furnace was hot, the flame even slew the men that threw them in there. And these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the fiery burning furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, freaked out, was astonished. And he rose up in haste and spoke and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast 
Did not we cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace three men? And they answered, True, O king. And he said that he saw four men loosed, no longer bound, but loosed in the flame in the fourth, like the son of Yahweh. Then Nebuchadnezzar came to the mouth of burning fiery furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire. Now, all, everybody that has ever read this knows that they came out not even smelling like smoke. So what happened? So what was the testimony when they did not bow to the mighty ones, to the gods of this world? Verse 29, Therefore, this is King Nebuchadnezzar, I make a decree, and a, a decree cannot be broken, that every people, nation, language, which any which speak anything amiss against the Elohim of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill. Therefore, there is no other Elohim that can deliver after this sort. So, there are many other scriptures that reveal the truth concerning the decree. Decree a thing. And we see that these kings decreed things. In Luke chapter 2, when Herod decreed about taxation, it was carried out. When a king decrees things, when a king decrees things, it shall be so. You and I are spiritual kings and spiritual priests, and we are called and commanded to decree things that are acceptable unto Yahweh. And the things that are acceptable unto Yahweh is His Torah, is His laws and commandments, is, is what the prophets prophesied. So, we are commanded to follow that same pattern. And when we decree a thing, it shall be established. So, Father, we thank you for this truth that we shall decree what you have said. We shall decree your laws and commandments. Here, before we finish that prayer, this came to me. Daniel 6, 7. All the presidents of the kingdom, all the governors and the princes and the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any Elohim or man for 30 days except of you, O king, 
and this is concerning Darius, he shall be cast into the, the den of lions. And again, Daniel was found not bowing and he was found holding on to decreeing what thus saith Yahweh. And we know that they threw him into the den of lions. He was perfectly fine. Then this angered Darius because he too found favor with Daniel. And he said, Daniel, did your Elohim protect you? And Daniel said, yes, he protected me. And then they brought him out of the lion's den. And the people that were behind all this were thrown into the lion's den. And those lions tore them up. So again, we see here decrees being established. Look in verse 26. After this, Darius decreed, I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear because of the Elohim of Daniel. For he is the living Elohim, steadfast forever, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even unto the end. He delivered, and he rescued, and he works signs and wonders in the heavens and in the earth who has delivered from Daniel from the power of the lions and this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian so we see again that a decree was issued that Yahweh Elohim is the mighty one and that it shall never end so we see here that when you issue a decree as a spiritual king it shall be established so we need to continue issuing decrees that our nations would be restored back to Yah's laws and commandments that his Sabbath would be restored in our nation and in our nations his name shall be restored in our nations. His feast days shall be restored. So, Father, we issue these decrees. And we thank you that they shall be established in the power of your name. By the power of your spirit. And we thank you, Father, that our nations are renouncing the gods of this world. And they are renouncing paganism. And they are accepting and receiving you, Father Yah, and your laws and commandments, your name, your feast days. And Father, we give you praise for it. We give you praise for it in the power of your name.